0: Hey, before we rock out on the podcast, get more sales tips, videos, and even live podcasts. That's right. We're going to do live podcasts by connecting with me on Twitter at Marsh Bice. That's at Marsh B-U-I-C-E. Dude, I look forward to connecting and learning from you right there. Now let's get on with the show. You know, it's been like, I don't know what, three pecan seasons since I did a sales lab. So let's get back in the, uh, let's get back in the lab today. Work on some sales skills, shall we? All right, lab number one. Understand this, man. The wins don't always equal results. I mean, hanging your success hat solely on results, dude, it's gonna it's gonna crap you out. Real quick you're going to get burned out real quick. I mean, when you're new, it doesn't it, it, it's all love, peace and soul, right? I mean, the losses don't hurt as bad because you have so much optimism because you're brand new. You have so much new energy. You really believe every customer's going to come back. So when they don't, when it doesn't result in a sale, you're like, "Oh, that's okay." And you keep it moving. But as the losses mount, man, that's where it gets harder and harder and harder for us uh in the sales game, man, to to recover from those losses. Man, I had a customer the other day. He had, he 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 had worked with four customers that day, and and he's a big guy. So I mean, it's even harder for him to to, to move around. And this was, you know, it was hot this this day, and he had worked with four customers, and he was frustrated. It, he was frustrated because, you know, where it wasn't that he was working with four customers and they didn't result in a sale and everybody else is standing around. No, it was those days. You ever had those days where every customer, you feel like you picked the wrong customer? And so all four customers that he picked, none of them bought while everybody else is running around uh getting their customers in and out of finance because they bought. And this dude was frustrated, man. I knew he was. And I said, man, look. I know you feel like you picked the wrong customer, don't you? He's like, "Yeah, man, this is bull." And I said, "Look, there's some other things that that it's a win in my book. May not be the results, but it's a win." The first thing is you got the reps in and reps are everything, man. You got to have the reps in sales. You got to have reps, not only to, to, uh, you need the reps to be able to train yourself in, there, in in the interactions with your customers, but also navigating through those, overcoming the objections, finding common ground, uh, uh, pulling out different vehicles, um, uh, answering their questions, demonstrating. See, you need all those reps, man. Even though they don't result in a sale, you still need those reps, man, it keeps keeps everything fluid in your mind. The second thing I told him, man, that look, not today doesn't mean never. So maybe they didn't buy today, but it doesn't mean that they never will. So what you got to do is mine my, my my theory is this manage now, market later. So you manage now, you max out the opportunity that you have right there in front of you, but then you begin, and if it doesn't result in a sale, then you begin marketing to them. You know, when you go to the store and and uh, they ask for your email address, what are they doing, man? They they're, they're bombarding your email with with marketing. They don't know when you're going to buy again, but at least they keep the they they prime the pump. They make sure that they're always in your inbox on certain designated days or sales or half off. You know, catchy little cliches is what they send your way. See, that's the marketing part of it. And that's what you've got to become to do or start doing. See, so you've got to do the now the marketing part where it's answering, hey, you guys were in the other day. Appreciate your time. Do you have any questions? And then it's, it's being that trusted resource. It's being that trusted advisor. It's getting more information to them. It's doing the legwork in the sense that maybe they had some questions about certain packages that you don't have in stock. Maybe they don't need that package based on, Um, when you qualified them based on what they needed initially, see, it's, it's that kind of marketing. It doesn't mean just because you can't get them on the phone, man, doesn't mean that they're never going to buy that they bought somewhere else. No, stay with it. Stay with it. I've got to hear from that customer that we bought somewhere else. And if they told me that, then I need to know where where we failed, where I failed. If they if they have not bought, then what can we do to pull that deal forward? Anything I can do. So it's the manage now, market later um principle. And then the 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 last thing I told them too, I said, look, let me ask you this. Did you get your customers a little bit further than where they wanted to go? In other words, you reached a sticking point, customer looked at the vehicle, didn't want to didn't want to drive, but you got them the demo. The customer didn't want their trade looked at, but you got you ended up getting their trade evaluated, written up. Um, customer didn't want to do anything today, but you got them to say yes. Um, you overcome some of those objections and you started working the deal. Didn't result in a deal, but you 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 got it in. So did you get your further? Uh, did you get your customer a little bit further than where they initially wanted to go? Man, if if that's if you got them beyond that sticking point, see that's what I always do when a customer says. I don't try to sell the vehicle, I try to sell each step. So whatever that step is that you get st- stuck on, man, just go I got to I, fi- I fight, I finesse, I I make it fun, I make it funny because it, I gamify it. I try to make it a game to just get to that next step. Once I get to the next step, then I sell the next step. I don't I don't stop. But I, I don't get uh, hung up in delivering the vehicle in my mind. What I do is, oh, no, I got to get to this next step. So manage now, market later. And then the next thing is, did you get your customer just a little bit further than when you wanted to go? See, I told him all that. I said, man, look, based on all of that, and we talked about all of those things, and he did all of those Then I said, "That's a win in my book. It may not result in a sale right then and there, but I'm telling you, you keep working your customers, and you get wins like that. They will. The results will. will They'll they'll manifest, but they're also going to compound as well. All right, let's go on to lab number two. Lab number two, and I guess you know, I didn't mean to go with the Halloween theme, but I guess this will. And it's actually ties in quite nicely. This is real good, man, for salespeople and also managers as well. And this is what I call bleed your customers out <laughs> her bleed your customers out. So, look, it's like this. If, if, if a customer comes in, man, with a head full of steam, and they got all these thoughts and ideas and, and and all these these things are just built up, man. You got frustrated customers or whatever and they call after a sale. Here's what I want you to do. Bleed them out. Meaning this, not not literally beat their ass, but <laughs> bleed them out. Meaning, let the customer talk, man. Sometimes that's what they want to do, man. Let them bleed in the sense that let them talk. Let them rant. Let them vent. Don't be so quick to defend yourself right away or defend the dealership or organization or wherever you work. Just let them bleed, okay? Sometimes that's, that's what you, they, there's a lot of things sometimes that are going on in their own personal life. That's just paired with, with this. And it's not really as intensified as they thought it was, but they got some other things going on and it just pairs with this. So it just makes nice for a nice chaos po' boy. So even if you, here's the thing, even if you think, you know, where the customer, what the, where the customer's going with this, what the customer will say, even if you think that, you know, what you need to say back. What I do is 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 I let them, I bleed them out. I let them talk. And what I do is I let them talk, but also be willing to listen also. Suspend your judgment, man. And so here's the thing. Can you argue their case just as good as your case? See, that's what you want to do is could, could you make a valid argument on their point also? Just in your mind. And so a lot of times is that that's going to help you listen to your customers as well. So most of the time, all customers want to be is heard. They just want to be heard. Let them talk. And if it's in the beginning of the relationship, as they talk, guide them. If it's on the backside, if there's some service issues, some broken promises, some misunderstandings, do some mistakes made, man, here's what I do also is is I bleed them out and then I create separation. Meaning that what I'll do is even if I even if I already have a conclusion before I even talk to them. And as they're talking, I'm like, yep, this validates the conclusion, I still put separation in that. If the customer is calling me, I tell, I get all their information. I repeat it back to them and I say, look, let me check on some things, I'll call you back. If they're here in front of me, then what I'll do is I'll say the same thing. I repeat it back to them and i say, look, let me check on some things and I'll be right back. And that way I leave the room. And what I do is, is, is I go get a trusted advisor or somebody who may be immediately involved in that in that whole situation. And then I challenge my own thoughts, my own conclusions. I try to punch holes in what I'm thinking also. Sometimes there's what what I thought was, was the right direction may not be. Maybe it's a partial. Um, uh, uh, maybe I'm only partially right. Maybe the customer is more partially right than I am. Maybe they're all right and I was all wrong to begin with. But I would have never known had I not bled the customer out. So what it'll do is it'll give you time to actually digest, let things kind of settle down when you create that separation. And that way, then once things kind of settle down for a minute, then you can move back in with with uh, with, with some direction from there. You're not getting all... See, if you make your decision while they're in the process of bleeding, while they're in the process of ranting or right on the heels of that, number one you're just firing out with a conclusion well they don't feel like they've been heard so what you'll do and then you get emotionally wrapped into it then you start turning pink and red and all that other kind of different stuff and everybody's hollering at each other and doesn't get anywhere so you you you, you create the separation so that way you can step away from it for a minute rechallenge your thoughts like I said and then go back in there with some sort of um conclusion from there not confusion so let the customers talk man not le- here's the thing man don't cut your customers off while they're talking don't just cut them abruptly off and 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 then give your conclusion no let them talk man that way they 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 feel like they're heard oftentimes what you can do too in this process oftentimes you're going to find that As you listen, you can actually ask questions based on their statements because they're rambling on and on, and there's some truth in all, all of that. You begin to pull those things out, begin to ask questions based on what they just said, and then you can begin to close assumptions and misunderstandings. Man, when you can do this, when you can pull your emotions out of it and tell yourself, and I tell customers, I tell myself while I'm talking to customers, man, bleed them out. Just let them talk. And then begin to listen. If you can do this, man, I'm telling you, it's going to be powerful. Let's see. We got time for number three? Yes. We got time for one more. So let's go on to lab number three. All right, lab number three. We can knock this out real quick. Can't versus can. Can't is, uh, it's a trigger word, dude. It's a trigger word. So a lot of times when you're working with customers, especially in early in deals, when you say you can't do something, it creates sudden division in there, derails your, your deal, or even just blows your whole momentum all at once, man. So sometimes I try to stay away from the word can't and I replace what I can do instead. So say, for instance, a customer asks you to, 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 to knock more off or throw this in and you know you can't. Um, then, okay. So let me just use an example. So when a customer asks you for something, say they say, "Hey, knock another thousand off," I'm a, and I'm gonna do it. Don't respond with, "I I can't do that." Okay. Instead, what I want you to do is respond with what you can do. I'll tell you what I can do. I, I can do another two fifty off and give you great years of uh, years of great service. I tell you what I can do, and sometimes I'll get up, um, and like I talked about in lab, in lab number two, I'll get up and cr- create separation. Even if even if the manager says, "Look, do not think about coming in here for another discount," I'm not doing it. The customer can walk, and then what I'll do is is I'll get up, and customer says, "Hey, I do another thousand off?" I, I'll I'll do this, and I know it, it's not going to happen. They already told me they would they would uh, they would punch me in the face if I walk back in there and ask for another thousand off. I wish they really would, but. <laughs> no, but, but if you had that kind of situation, so what I'll do let me go check on something, be right back. So you leave, create a little separation, a little wonder for the customer. You go back in <clears throat> and you say, look, I can get you another two fifty off and great service. Or I can get you a year's worth of oil changes and great service. Let's go ahead and put this deal together see it's it's saying what you can do versus can't do, and it keeps it keeps your deal fluid is what it'll do and a lot of times the customer and what I do is I start putting uh, putting it together. I don't wait really for their response. I just assume they're just gonna fall right in line. Let's roll sometimes when you say what you can do and then you're just standing there staring at them, it gives that 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 uh, that little chasm right there with that little opening. When the customer if if they if they sense that there's more in there if they sense that they can go a little bit further if you create too much division right there what it does is it causes them to back off so what i'll do is say look i can get you a year's worth of oil changes great service let's put this deal together now do you want to put in one name both names how we want to do this and i just flow right into the deal itself i'm telling you if you do this and even if you lack confidence, it's probably the only time I don't make eye contact with the customer. If you lack confidence in this, then deliver it, looking them eye to eye, and then start looking down. You know how the news anchors, uh, as they're going to commercial, they're they're tapping their papers or doing their pa- that I don't think they have anything to do before they go to news break, but they do this because they're I don't know they're trying to go to break. So what you do is you say, look. I can get you a year's worth of oil changes. Uh, We're going to put this in one or both names. Then look down. Start putting all your paperwork together. Make make the customer stop you and go from there. I'm telling you, 99% of the time, man, they're going to fall right in line with it because your actions are saying the the confidence um, itself. Can't sometimes puts a lot of friction in there and and it can cause your your whole deal to derail it can it can it can blow like i was saying a second ago it'll blow your whole momentum off off track so there it's not that you don't use can't because there are times that you have to say that but i use it selectively uh with 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 absolute um and so sometimes I'm in there in a grinder of a deal, man, and if this thing's been going on for a long time, then I'll that's when I'll really start getting authoritative in the sense I gotta take control of this thing, either we're gonna do it or not. And I say, No, it can't I can't do that. I can't that can't happen. If I would have done if, if I could have done it, I would have done it two hours ago. This is this is what I can do. Let's do this, this, or this, and and let's let's go ahead and put this thing together. Let's button it up. Okay. So there are times that you can use Uh, there are times that you can use can't, um, but you got to use it, um, use it a little more selectively, uh, with can, when you're using can, then, then, uh, try to train yourself in this, especially early on in the deals where you're still trying to develop some trust. Um, you're, you're early with your interactions. If you use can't too quick, then what it does is it, it kind of it breaks that trust barrier or even the momentum that you had toward building the trust. So that's three labs, man. I hope you get something out of it. Get out there and go make your sales life. Hey, thanks for catching the show. Subscribe so that you never miss another episode. Also share your feedback and show suggestions with me at thesaleslife1 at gmail.com. That's thesaleslife, the number one at gmail.com and share the episode with others. And I'd really love you long time if you'd rate and leave a quick review of the show. This will help get the word out. Remember this. No matter what happens in life, life's all negotiable. And the greatest sale that you'll ever make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. I'll catch you back here next time on the sales life.